everybody. This is Patty Negri. Welcome to the Witching Hour. I have a dynamic duo on the show today. I have M and Christine from the very popular and that's why we drink podcast. But before I bring them on, where's Patty? Yep. I'm here. I'm back in LA. I am still in LA because it's still January. Getting ready to pack my suitcase though. Um, next thing I have up is right here in town, the Endless Night Vampire Ball. So that's you. That's definitely worth coming into town for if you've never been to it. You don't have to be a vampire. Just be fans of vampires. It's at the Globe Theater downtown. Just go to EndlessNight.com and I hope to see you there. And then I'm going to fly across country for the Dark Water Cruise to the Caribbean. It's a paranormal cruise and all sorts of your favorite paranormal Pope peeps. <laughs> your paranormal popes and peeps will all be there. Uh, my partner in Paraflix, Natalie Jones, the Wraith Chasers, all sorts of great people. So we're doing that. And then I'm getting right back and I'm going to go back to Texas. I'm going to just found out I'm going to be hosting the big and wonderful Witches Ball in the Dallas, Texas area. They're going to go with a whole Greek thing, um, Greek thing, Greek thing, and it's going to be really special. So if you want to be in the Dallas, Texas area, March 11th, I hope to see you there. Then after that, I've got, I just did my list and it's a very long one. So go to pattynegri.com and sign up for my newsletter or follow me online on social media, on Instagram, on Patty Negri. I'm going to be posting it because it's a really, really big list that you can't see. And that's, that's what I've got so far. And my little brain can't talk about all that. <laughs> so that's where Patty is. So watch me tomorrow night. If you are watching this when we first drop, which is, Monday, January 30th, 2023. Um, uh, if you're watching it on that Monday or it's not Tuesday yet, Tuesday night at my school, University Magicus, I'm going to be teaching a sound magic class. We know how important sound is to us. We listen to music, right? It soothes us. It invigorates us. Well, sound is magic in every form and it's been used in every belief system. So I'm teaching that tomorrow night or tonight, depending on when you're listening to this on Zoom. So go to universitymagicus.com or magicu.org and see you on my little Zoom screen. Wednesday, grab your popcorn, grab your drink. It is, yes, a time for another live witches movie coven. And Heather and Jason and Courtney and Richard Lael and myself talk all things movies. I don't even know what we're talking about. I don't know if we do know what we're talking about, but it's going to be really fun and we want you there and it's live. So you guys get to participate in the chat room. Agree with us, disagree with us. We never agree with each other. Um, so let's witches talk about witches and witches in movies. So that's Wednesday. And other than that, if you are listening to this to the first week, it's in bulk. It is it is one of our made eight major Sabbaths. It is the beginning of spring. In Christianity, it's been turned into candle moss. It's also St. Bridget's or Brigitte's Day. So it's a time of the light is coming back. We survived winter. It's a good time to go inside, do some magic with yourself. But I wanted to wish you a happy Sabbath, a happy imbolc to all of you. Other than that, that's where I am, right here. Join me. Okay, today for the Willow Report. What? Oh, that's Grace. For the Willow Report, we are going to feature Grace, my little girl. My little girl is becoming a grown-up little girl. She's been acting really goofy lately. I'm like, oh my goodness, is this a kitten coming into heat? I, 
I don't know. We're taking her to the vet today. I think it's time for her to get a little bit fixed because I don't know why it's just the right thing to do. But it's so funny. I guess she's like a teenager seeing the change of this little thing. Um, she's certainly taking on mothering qualities even more than ever. She does not let Willow out of her sight to bathe her, to wash her, to hold her down with one paw and, and lick her clean, 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 clean. So um, I, the Willow report is great just because she showed up on my lap and uh, she said she wanted to get her due time. Look at, I think she's winking at you. Are you got a little sad eye right there? But my girl is becoming a woman or a, a cat. I guess a woman cat, a cat woman. There you go. Cat woman, Grace. <laughs> That's the Willow report. What? Hi everybody. For today's magic lesson or ritual, we are going to talk about haunted dolls. Yep. They are all the rage right now. Every movie, every TV show, horror film, big on the social media and internet. Everybody wants a haunted doll. I have a haunted doll. This is Belle. Many of you know her. Um, she's a beautiful little hundred and some year old girl sent to me by a beautiful friend in Belgium who couldn't handle her because she made her sick and all sorts of things. Um, but I cleared all the negative because Yes, you might want a haunted doll, but you don't want a dark or negative haunted doll. You really don't. As fun as that sounds, it doesn't. It just takes your energy. It can even make you ill and cause icky things to happen. So if you want a haunted doll, start out with a reputable source. Um, sadly, in this popular day and age, everybody's selling haunted dolls. If you're on eBay or the internet, if you look at one seller that's had 900 haunted dolls, they might not really be haunted. You don't want them to run to Target and buy a doll and give you the doll. So I find the best luck actually at um, antique stores, even thrift stores. Almost all of you listening are very intuitive yourself. Go to that stuff. So go to that place and go, wow, there's an energy to this. You know, spend a little time with it, even just a few minutes. This one might have a spirit or maybe even call in a spirit if it has that energy that it might draw it to. Um, and if you have a haunted doll, make sure that you keep it in line. You have to keep in charge, even with little Belle. When I first got her, she was sent to me by a girl in Belgium who saw me doing a seance with the much more haunted Peggy the doll who gave people heart attacks and made people sick all over the world. Um, she figured if I could handle Peggy on ghost adventures, I could handle Belle because Belle had made her sick for three years. So she sent her to me and she had a dark energy. It wasn't good. It was not something I wanted to bring into my home. So I cleansed her. I did not let the sun set. Now, there's lots of ways to cleanse your doll if you have one. Um, smudging it, saging it. I'm not big on sage, but if it's really dark, sage it and then bring in something light. Um, Palo Santo, salt. I use a lot of different herbs and things. Um, work within your belief system or your religion. If, if you have one, work within the elements. If you don't combine everything, but just you be in charge of what is or isn't allowed in your doll. I would not let the sunset. I did not want that dark spirit to affect myself, my husband, my animals. So we got rid of that. And almost immediately, because she's a vessel, this beautiful little girl spirit started to come out. This beautiful little bell spirit. And she's been part of our family ever since. But even when we got the bad spirit out, even when the good spirit was able to rise, she drained energy. So I had to keep the herb rue. Rue is a great herb. You could buy it 
anywhere. Um, metaphysical shops online, botanicas. I don't know if you can get it at grocery stores. Maybe not. But it's a beautiful herb. I literally would put some in her little plastic, well, pre-plastic, her little composite hand. I would put little Dixie cups. I would sit it around her because you don't need somebody draining your energy. But now she could bring you happy. When I have her, if you notice, I always have her sitting way behind me. Otherwise, she pulls focus. People see her eyes move. People see her change expression. They bring wonderfulness into your life. But just like you won't let anybody move into your home with you, don't let any haunted doll. Get rid of the bad stuff. Bring in the good stuff. And then you could have a new family member. But as fun as a dark haunted doll sounds, it isn't. Trust me on that. You don't want your hair to fall out, do you? No. Anyway, that's it. Bless, use sound, use music. You be in charge of your haunted doll. You be in charge. And if you do get one online, because there are legitimate ones online, um, check out the seller. Check out reviews about them. Check out how many they've had or not. See what people have to say. Because if you want a haunted doll, you really do want a haunted doll. So that's it. Enjoy your new family member. Oh, and here comes Grace. <laughs> Hey everybody, this is Patty Negri. Welcome to the witching hour. Yes, the hour of the day when the veil is thin and magic happens. I have a dynamic duo of magic for you today. I have the dynamic duo from, and that's why we drink, the hit paranormal and true crime podcast. And now they are also of New York Times bestseller authors of A Haunted Road Atlas. So let's welcome M. Schultz and Christine Schieffer. Thank you so much for coming on, you guys. It's Thank an you honor. For us. Yeah, it's an honor to meet you face to face. I'm just thrilled to have you. And this is face to face. This is face to face as we've gotten in years. It is. <laughs> um, so how, what brought you guys, again, you guys are such a cute dynamic duo. You are great. I know you're not in the same place. What even brought you together to become this beautiful, iconic thing that you guys are? Oh, that's so kind. I like to let Em tell our, our quote unquote love okay. story. So Em, why don't you take it away? <laughs> our meet cute was uh, when, so Christina and I met each other in grad school when we were, we both went to Boston University and we were there for television. Um, and the program sends you out to Los Angeles for your last semester so you can get internships and all that. And when we moved out to Los Angeles, after the program ended, pretty much everyone we were friends with from grad school all moved away and didn't stay in LA. But the two of us stayed after after we graduated. And we didn't have anybody else to really, we, ran, we didn't run in the same circles before. And now we were kind of forced out of loneliness to be friends with each other because <laughs> she was the only person I knew and I was the only person she knew. So I said, hey, well, do you want to come with me to a harvest festival and just try out being friends and see how that goes? And within about 20 minutes of being there, we were talking about ghost stories and different true crime things. Christine introduced me to podcasts. And only about four months into our friendship, I was hooked on podcasts that she had recommended to me. And I was like, let's just try to make our own and see where it takes us. So that, you know, from the very beginning of our friendship, uh, <laughs> we have been in the podcast world together. And it's been mm -hmm. very, very lovely. I love it. And you've combined the two, like, two, I think, most popular things out there, paranormal, ghosts, and, and true crime. So how did that come about? Were you guys both fans of both? or? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I was always a fan of true crime. And, um, you know, even when I was little, my mom was always reading, like, the the 
creepy crime thriller paperbacks and that kind of thing. Um, so it was always on my radar. And at the time, uh, when M and I became friends, I was actually working at a private investigation firm. And so I was like really into the kind of like surveillance aspect of it. And uh, M used to be a paranormal investigator in college as a job and so uh and that's something I've been fascinated with my whole life I like used to hide a Ouija board under my bed and try to do seances with my friends and all that um and so I just was constantly asking M questions and we were sharing stories and we just decided you know these are the two things we talk about most let's put them in a podcast and you know it wasn't really planned to be you know successful we just thought it would be fun um and so yeah we were really excited when it actually worked that is beautiful. And now you're even taking it on the road, right? You're touring, you're doing live shows. Mm -hmm. and... Yeah, this is our technically our third tour. It would be our fourth or fifth if COVID didn't knock us down a few pegs. But we're, <laughs> this is a, our third tour that we're going out in a couple of weeks and we'll be on the road through May. So it's very mm -hmm. fun. Wow, that's fabulous. Um, so tell me, what, what is your favorite place that you guys get? Because this way you get to go live, you get to go do the ghosty stuff. Um, what is your favorite place to, that you've been so far or that you guys investigated oh. together or done a show? We debate this a lot because um, we, we constantly change our minds and have different opinions. But I think New Orleans is one of our, our top spots for obvious reasons. Um, would you agree with that, Em? I'm trying to think. Yeah, I think that's just, I mean, on every block, there's something to want to look everywhere. into <laughs> uh and also the whole town embraces it which i love i wish there yeah. were more towns that were like please come see our ghosts it's amazing we did go to <laughs> charleston and they were definitely uh more in the they they were trying to really embrace that too um and i've been to savannah which i think is really haunted but we haven't been there on tour yet so mm -mm, maybe no. someday yeah. Yeah. I think New Orleans is up there too because mm -hmm. they do embrace their ghosts and there is ghosts on every corner and every spot of every corner. And it's and you can drink <laughs> while you're hunting and ghosts. Can, I mean, it's yeah. just the best combo. It's in like my Disney. Mind. It's like adult it's Disney. Disney for me. It is. It is. It is. Um, um, so I know you guys have done stuff at the Queen Mary here. That is one of my favorite places as well. I grew up here. So I literally did high school prom at the queen mary that's or get married that's the kind of the place the local place to do things where you came from but even back then and i'm talking a long time ago i remember sneaking away from my prom and and getting into where the, the pool is the empty indoor pool where the little girl i saw the little girl goes <gasps> before i even knew there was a little girl goes oh really great and then and then the queen mary took on her own life once sure. our normal world tessa so what kind of experiences have you guys had there Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. This has been like three years of uh, telling stories from the Queen Mary because we went in 2019. Was it 20? Yeah, to film for our 2020 tour, which obviously you know how that ended. Um, and so we finally just wrapped up that tour at the end of 2022. Um, but yeah, so much happened. Um, I mean, we, we actually ghost, it just so much. So you're asking us a question that for years, because our, our tour, we, um, we were trying to keep the location private until people actually saw the show live. It's like so, a surprise. Yeah. And then COVID hit right after we filmed it. And then we had to wait through COVID to be able to show it. So for three years, we couldn't say a single thing about the Queen Mary publicly. <laughs> so now, oh, so now that you're asking about Queen Mary, part of me feels like I'm not supposed to say something. But um, it's like but the so, floodgates open. Yeah. I, you're asking, it's a very risky question because I might not shut up. But um, <laughs> so we went for two nights and the first night, um, I, we got to go down to the boiler room and I talked to, uh, John Henry, who is said to have died down there when an oil, uh, 
when a pipe burst on him. Um, and he was very, very chatty. We mm -hmm. used, um, uh, basically we just asked yes or no questions. And if, if it, the meter moved, we it knew, we knew it was a yes. And him and I got along really well. We talked a bunch of times throughout the night. Um, we also, in the isolation ward there, we got a lot of EVPs of uh, footsteps and throat clearing and high heels walking through the room. Um, I think and the biggest pattern we got, speaking of EVPs, was multiple times throughout the night, uh, we were getting evps saying get out or leave mm -hmm. before we got there so it was like we were walking toward we had no idea obviously at the time but we'd be like traipsing on in like not a care in the world down at the isolation ward and about 60 seconds before we walked in you hear a huge male voice scream get out and then we come waltzing on through <laughs> so that seemed to be like i don't think we were super duper welcome there which we didn't realize um at the time but that was definitely something we picked up on later yeah, we also there. So the little girl Jackie, that's said to be the the main mm -hmm. haunting of the ship. Um, Your prom date, Patty. If you yeah, yes, my prom date. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, so she's known to also call out for her mommy and daddy. Um, she's also said to maybe maybe not be the purest spirit. There might be some some negative energy there. Um, and we definitely sensed that we got a lot of signs. We stayed in B340, which was is the big famous haunted room there. And we stayed overnight and we ended up getting an EVP clear as day of a little girl saying daddy, like not even like not even a whisper. It is we like had to a little check kid. Our, our other cameras so many uh -huh. times to just make sure none of us were saying it because it was so, so clear. clear. Yeah, he, like as loud as I'm talking right now. It was just daddy. And from that point on for the rest of the night we start getting evps of the same voice that became more um garbled and warped and it just it really it twisted on its on itself and i mean the most intelligent responses from sensors that we've that we've ever gotten were you know oh if you make that meter in the bathroom go off i'll take a drink and the, it would go off and we played a drinking game with the ghost for like an hour and ah! <laughs> we anyway <laughs> i'll, I'll oh. stop talking now but it, yeah. we, we got a lot <laughs> yeah no it is one of my favorite i think there's a million things all the history of it of course mm -hmm. the high you know high energy people are excited the people who cruised on it and then it was a warship and a lot sure. of people died as a war i mean there's so much history and then all the focus I think the fact it is sitting on water, which is going to be a conduit, sure. all, everything makes it literally like a battery pack. Mm -hmm. um, a really good thing. I know. And they were closed and everybody said it was sinking, but it's not. It's not sinking and they're opening it. But a really good thing to do. It's a secret. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just um, you here. Yeah. Is if you're there. And if you're not, if you're on an investigation grade, they do some, we, we're lucky as like people to get to do private ones and stuff when we, we, there's three people on this whole boat. That in itself is scary oh, looking down the I aisles bet. when I was Forget with the overnight it. guys. It's like, okay. Because right. then any and noise you hear, you can't explain away as you being can't another explain away. Guest. We are the mm -hmm. only people here. But um, what we did uh, with a girlfriend of mine, and I got some of the best video just with a cell phone. It was daytime, so it wasn't late enough to go into the hotel uh, in the afternoon when the maids, when it's open again, the maids are changing the rooms. Yeah. They like to talk about it. <gasps> they will go in. What experiences have you had here? And and they will let you go in rooms, not rooms that people are still in. Sure. But somebody's moved out and they're changing the linens <gasps> and stuff. They'll come in here and and. They like to talk about it. I, I wow. you know, you know pro new tip. management's coming in, but super pro tip. Go talk <laughs> to the maids at the hotel. 
um, and you will get stuff you won't. And my friend and I, we were just getting all this stuff and we sat down um, and I'm medium. So I was just like, okay, there's somebody right here and there's somebody right here and doing this. And I go, oh, they're walking over by you. My friend Linda, she has it on her cell phone, a shadow person walking, no. just the shadow walking right past me like this. It's like, yeah, walking right by. It's it's just didn't oh have equipment. We're doing anything. It's right there oh in the hallway of the hotel at the Queen just Mary. Blatant. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, was a, it was a wild spot. Yeah. I feel like we've looked at other places for future tours and it's just going to be hard to beat. I don't know. It was a really, we had a very successful uh, investigation yeah. there. When we first, uh, we we now have footage from another place that we are not going to talk about until we actually yeah. get to show it on tour. But we just came from another location that was really interesting. And the one place that I think we've currently written off as a we won't go personally is Bobby Mackey's. Is that right, yeah. Christine? Yeah, so that was like a personal thing, and I still feel guilty about that because we had big plans to go there as for our second tour and film there. And you know, don't get me wrong, we did get some. We got a great show um, already for the next tour. Uh, we found a backup spot that might have been even cooler. But the original location was supposed to be Bobby Mackey's because it's like ten minutes down the road from me here in Kentucky, and um, I, I I started. It was like the couple weeks before we were supposed to fly down. I started having these nightmares, and they were so aggressive. And you know, I have like scary dreams, nightmares, whatever. But these were different. And um, weirdly enough, several of them included Zach Bagans. But I think that was because <laughs> that's everybody. <laughs> Believe me, that's every day I, I think get that's a call. Just normal. I think he's my soulmate. I don't. Care. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's mine. Wait, what? I I know. <laughs> I get it from worldwide. Oh my so gosh. Reach him for me. No. <laughs> but I, I watched I know. The, the Ghost Adventures episode and he left. Like he was like, I can't like he gave up on Bobby Mackey's and I'm and this was after I started having these nightmares and I went, Well, if he can't even do it and I started having these nightmares where I would like go down into a, a pit in Bobby Mackey's and like lose M and our producer Eva and get like trapped. I mean, it was just these like horrible, very visceral nightmares. And one day I just told M and Eva and it was, I was, I said, I know that I'm the one who initiated this plan, but I just have to pull the plug. I don't know. I don't know why I just am too scared. And I'm usually the one on the investigations. That's like less jumpy. I'm, I'm more chicken usually. Like, yeah. I, like usually things t like I need to be convinced, but for whatever reason, I was just like, not, I don't know what it is. And, and even to this day, when I walk past or drive past, I'm, I just like, don't look it directly in the eye, so to speak. So I don't know what that was about, but uh, maybe we'll go there someday, but for now I've written it off. Um, so what do you do as again, um, I, I don't know your belief systems or anything like sure. that. I'd love to know, but do, what do you guys do if you get scared? What is your scariest thing? And I mean, do, you know, do you start laughing? Do you do Lord's prayer? Do you jump up and down? Do you, do you have a all of the or? above? <laughs> yeah, we we're definitely both very open. I mean, I'm I'm a full believer, but I think that's why I get scared because I I'm aware that there are things I don't know and I. I know that I'm messing with territory that I'm, I, that I I don't know everything about, and so I, I we try to go into every investigation incredibly respectful. We set our intentions early on that like you know we are just here for the night. We're just appreciating your home, and we'll we we'll be gone by morning. As far as like yeah, you know, don't 
we, we hurt us. Yeah. <laughs> Don't follow us. <laughs> like we're we're not here to like cause problems. We never like antagonize anything. We're like we're just here for the night, and we hope we're not too in your space. But we will be gone, and you never have to see us again. And then as we're leaving, I think I say goodbye about a million times mm-hmm. <laughs> before we've. Yeah. yeah. And. No, uh, that's- we try our we try our best to be respectful, but I I'm also scared because I know I'm still going into spaces I know nothing about, and it it terrifies me that anything's possible, and I'm opening myself up to yeah, it. Yeah, so. I will say though we definitely cope with um with humor. Like we're we're yeah. definitely uh that's I think that's how a lot of the show works, which we didn't obviously plan, but I think a lot of it works because we cope with humor, especially you know when things get really dark on the podcast. But even in person, you know, there were so many clips from the last tour <laughs> of M just like giggling in terror and be, you know. <laughs> so there, there was a lot of that kind of push and pull of like this is supposed to be funny, but it's actually fully terrifying. Um, so I think that's how they kind of play together. But yeah, we've. I don't know. We're we're big chickens. I think in the long uh, but, run. But that's okay. I mean that. The, but that makes for good entertainment. But you guys do exactly right. It's say your oh, intent and come in respectful. That's the most important thing. Sure. And the other thing is honestly humor. It, so good. When I I have I I so knew that people go in and, and not knew what they do. I started a school last year. I really started. We teach. I teach for psychic development and mediumship and witchcrafty stuff. But we teach paranormal investigation 101 oh. protection classes um we call it a real life hogwarts it's called university magicus okay I'm writing, I'm I'm writing you down. guys are my <laughs> guest in a class anytime you want i'm signing up 110 like, like you know that the, the biggest portal on your body for spirit most people don't know that is right where your head and your neck come together really That's the biggest oh. portal on your body like your third eye is here this is your sure. whole crown of illumination that's why if you pray you bow your head to open that up for God for spirit. Oh, so when you go into goodness. a haunted place, close that down or open that up if you want to communicate, but you don't want them in that way. You want them to come in this way, not that sure. way. Um, oh. So a little thing, that's where I'll put protection oil or just rub it with olive oil or just my fingers. It, it will do it. But your other thing is the biggest thing, what all else feels, and you've tried this pattern, you've tried that, is laugh. Um, because <laughs> that breaks the energy because laughter itself, it's your breath. Cause your breath, do anything out loud. Cause our breath is our life force. It's our pneuma. So you're putting your human life force. I do believe that this is our realm of existence and they do have to play by our rules. Okay. People just don't know that. So they give away their power mm. and our moisture in our breath when you're breathing, ha ha, that's our free will. That's why some cultures spit like, Oh, pretty baby you don't have to spit but ha ha you're giving them your life force you're giving them your free will and then with laughter you're doing vowels and vowels are what open up your whole crown of illumination and your clarity and bring in light it's just like think about yes and think about like almost every sacred word is a vowel like amen or om or native american hey hey east indian yeah 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 or laughing ah roller coaster ah that opens this up so do exact. You are not gonna laugh. Like laugh your butt off. Like I'm scared to die. <laughs> and a fake laugh will turn into a real laugh because it sounds so ridiculous. That has gotten me out of some of the scariest places ever. Oh my gosh, you just blew my mind because that really ah! is always what we resort to for better See? or for worse. Intuition, um, intuition. That's amazing. Intuition. That's amazing. Yeah. We're about to. We are truly about to sign up for every class that you offer. Absolutely. <laughs> I've been looking for something like this, like something yeah. that can help me kind of put parameters and understand and learn yeah, how things work a, I, yeah yeah university magicus or I'm university magic or magicu.org um 
Yeah, I have over 20 teachers now. Um, my vampire partner, my Italian partner, we have a werewolf from the University of Washington. We have a Catholic priest exorcist. We have a lot of new ages. We have a Norwegian Viking teaching that kind of magic. Wow. Crystals, but... Reiki, a lot of paranormal investigators lead ones like uh, Stefan Brigatti, who really knows this stuff, teaching everything. And it's cheap. Wow. It's cheap. If we sit on little Zoom screens from all over the world, it's oh, 2 a.m. here, it's 6 p.m. there. Yeah. Just what an awesome, bit. awesome idea. That is so yeah. cool. It's fun. It is I'm fun. So but anytime impressed. you want to come on down. Ah, we would Mind love blown. to. <laughs> well, okay, since we're getting some advice from you, may I ask you a question, even though yes. we haven't technically enrolled in the uh, course yet? It's okay. <laughs> this is like a taster. Okay. Um, so I noticed you mentioned, I don't know if I'm supposed to mention her, but your doll, Belle, right? Yes. In the background. Yeah. yeah. What a beautiful, wonderful doll. Yes. Don't turn my power off again. Um, but what I was going <laughs> to ask, <laughs> because this comes up uh, pretty regularly, and Em and I have tried to find answers for this, but we're not, just not sure. Mm. Sometimes... Uh, listeners of the podcast i i hope with good intention but will mail us random items or objects that are purportedly haunted and mm -hmm. we've gotten some really um some kind of goofy ones and then some like very seriously alarming ones like mm -hmm. items from a funeral that somebody got and or mailed like to us a vigil at like a, a vigil like a melted candle from a vigil of someone who was <clears throat> murdered just like really some dark heavy stuff and the i think the the most i don't know the 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 topper the clincher was the, this giant wooden crate we received and we opened these on video for our patreon uh in my old house and we have to like basically crowbar the lid off this crate and mm. it's just filled with straw and there's like this doll in it, like this big doll. Yeah. And we lift her out, of course, already wary. And then there's a note. And by the way, no return address on this thing. And it says like, this doll has caused nothing but problems at our house. It's caught the barn on fire twice. My daughter sees it walking in her dreams, all this stuff. Anyway, now it's yours. And <laughs> just every time this happens, we genuinely don't know what to do because we're like, well, we don't want to just throw it away like that seems like it might double the problems i'm not oh, sure but so we also don't want it so we don't do we, want it yeah what so, do we do with it yeah call that's me. kind of the question call you oh perfect <laughs> um yeah no but you do have to clear some and everything is clearable i must say but do cleanse it don't let this i don't let the sunset before if there's a negative spirit in it you there's mm. a million ways to do it you could do it through your belief system through your religion you, i work elementally in the air and the fire you know well, I'm not a big sage person, but sage of Palo Santo with salt around the thing. Um, that's actually what, so many methods, my book has an easy method of cleansing on stuff, but, but they do have energies. Ha I mean, half the stuff people have sadly buy like on eBay, how, how all of a sudden is there 900 haunted dolls? I'm say, I know. A lot We're of just talking like, about buy that. It it's haunted, no, but there are <laughs> haunted dolls and you don't want to bring something into your home. And if you're a spirit, you know, they can enter anything, but who wouldn't you, if you were a spirit, you could enter into a vase or something with eyes and a face that moves. Right. You're going to go. Makes sense. Um, so that actually happened with, with Belle, the same thing. 
um, a, a girl in Belgium, and she did tell me before she sent it, but she had, she saw me on Ghost Adventures or one of their spinoffs, Deadly Possessions, doing mm. a seance with Belle the doll. Uh, not Belle, she's Belle. Um, Peggy the doll, a oh. more haunted, darker. She's in Zach's call her museum PTD. Right yeah, we call her PTD. She, we're... Yeah, she caused like nosebleeds and car crashes when we talked about her on our show. And, <laughs> so... and, and heart attack. The, what, what, yeah. we, we were doing the, the, the um, Zach, he didn't own her yet. The girl who they've brought in, Jane, now a good friend, who owned her and one mm -hmm. of the girls not very old who had given a heart attack by the so we're i'm sitting there you know holding peggy's hand a little plastic hand at a seance and it, it was crazy but we got the girl over it we got all this stuff but the, this girl in belgium had seen she's like well mm -hmm. if you can handle peggy the doll you can handle bell so mm -hmm. she asked if she could send her because Belle had made this girl sick for three years, made her hair fall out, made her toddler sick, unless she, unless Belle was in a drawer in the shed and Belle didn't like being in a drawer in a shed. So sure. I'm like, I'll take her. Um, you must have had good, when you guys open things on camera, you probably get all those box opener people. You probably got really good views. But I, I had never even done like a Facebook Live with this one. Sure. I'd never done one. I was just, I'm supposed to Facebook Live this. Um, and I have good followers, but not that kind of, 50,000 people watched me open this and it wasn't <gasps> me or my energy or my people. It was Belle. I mean, pay, I, yeah, I'm sorry. Oh. I'm confusing you. She's going to be so mad at me. Watch my <laughs> no, lights I go out. Not. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, no. um, but anyway, so, and, and it was crazy and she had such a dark spirit. So I, I got rid of that dark spirit. I don't want my, I don't have enough hair to fall out, but with, <laughs> got rid of the dark bad spirit. But immediately there, there was this little girl spirit. But it was it was a positive spirit, but still she drained energy. I had to keep the herb rue. I work with a lot of herbs and all, in her little plastic hand and little Dixie cups all around, so she didn't just drain everybody's energy into wow, the room. Wow. And now she doesn't. But she and now she's a part of the family. If we're upstairs, we hear her running around downstairs when the dog and cat are with us, and oh, great. No. people see her move on camera. But, oh my gosh! But you can't keep negative spirits. I I had How one. Cleanse that. Like, what do you do? Like, I mean, well, I'm sure if I read, if you're moonlight, if read your sunlight, okay, a, a smudging of some kind, doing it. I work with crystals, work with salt, sure. work with um, water, Florida water, holy water, if that's mm -hmm. your belief system. Um, I had one piece that I couldn't do. Um, it was again given to me by a person like you guys get stuff, and it was this cute little New Orleans looking voodoo y thing, and it was fine because I know what I'm doing. My house is protected. Sure. So all of a sudden I was like, but why am I not hanging around my office? I just can't stay in my office. I'd bring my laptop upstairs. Oh. And I'm looking around, it's not all my hundreds of Barbie dolls. It's like, oh, it's that thing. So I literally did call Zach. I go, Zach, I have this thing. I don't want it. Do you want it? He goes, what does it look like? And I sent him a picture. He goes, ooh, it's a fetish nail head of fetish hate god. Yeah, I want it. So I took <laughs> it there, handed it to him, and it started acting up that night in a nice, safe place in the museum where it's allowed. There you, know, you go. It's welcome. Like, right. Yours, not mine. You right. Because as, as fun as everybody wants a haunted doll, haunted dolls with a good energy are great. But bad energy is not good. It can make no. give you illness and sickness and yeah. hair fall out. And yeah. Yeah, yeah so. we had a time on the sh or through our podcast. We've been doing this for oh gosh, I think seven years. I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. Em. We just yesterday was our sixth year anniversary. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Eight, nine, ten. I'm sorry. I just, I, I don't know. My mind. I've, ever since I had a baby okay. last year, I feel like six my years. brain has just turned to mush. Um, six years we've been doing the show. Sorry, Em. That's okay. Um, 
<laughs> and uh, there was a weird period, which I'm convinced, and I don't know if, and again, usually I'm like the the harder one to convince. I'm a little, I'm, I mean, I'm, I, I believe most things, most things we talk about. I'm pretty, uh, very open-minded, but I am definitely of, between me and M, I think I'm the more skeptical one. Um, but there was a time where we really felt like something was attached to either one of us or the show. And, you know, when like people the, say that. The show's like, it sounds so weird, but it like, it felt like the show's success. Like it felt like it was there was... bizarre. It felt like something was like intentionally dragging us backward. And it was almost like every, m- the most ridiculous things that could go wrong did like in the most mm-hmm. improbable ways to a point where we were like, this is hilarious like this is like a sitcom how badly everything is just like turning on its head um and there was we were with a new network at the time and our logo actually they were trying to put it on the wall with all the other logos and every single time that they hung it up it like would fly off the wall shatter all over the ground this was not a studio that felt like that they had nothing else to do with paranormal it was we were the only show on the network that had anything to do with that but they were so perplexed and they started buying like bigger stronger (laughs) tape like velcro they were like nailing it and it didn't matter where on the wall they put it which wall they put it it was the strangest thing i said every morning they came in like three or four times and this thing was shattered we were like okay this is getting really weird at our uh apartment that we share things were moving things were flying off the walls uh and it you know we get a lot of emails from people hearing these kind of stories and it's it's always like you know scary but when it's happening to you we were like oh no <laughs> like something yeah. like this is very real <laughs> well, and very visceral all of a sudden um but i don't we never really got to the i don't know if we we had a cleansing we, with somebody i don't know if we ever got to the bottom of it really we had but a cleansing have... but both of us felt like it didn't even work i mean i don't think we agitated anything by trying but we both walked away feeling like we were still in this weird rut and like it just everything felt off and so um I just we could both tell that like our our show was I mean nobody else could tell that it was yeah. doing badly and it really wasn't doing badly but every time we would put ourselves out there to climb a ladder or do something it, it would keep getting knocked down things would happen in a way where like we would you know it, it was just it was wild we always felt so weird there always felt like there was a, a darkness around like us. a like a obst- an obstacle in front of every single path and like even the ones that were so simple and we had a manager um who we still have who told me who told us like this is hilarious and she's not like a believer in anything paranormal and she says this is hilarious like this is so outrageously ridiculous everything i've never worked with uh an act or like a artist who had so many things go wrong yeah, go wrong a- like, yeah, you, you probably got a thing, got, got bad energy. When you w- walk into the paranormal world, when you walk into this world and want to see and talk to ghosties and stuff, you've literally opened a door. Right. You have to keep extra protections in your home, on your body and awareness. Um, you know, and you're going to have a hater out there no matter what, be jealous or this or that. And the, whether it's an official, I'm cursing you and mm. I'm hexing you, 99% of the time it's not, but it's an energy sent towards right. you. Um, and it does. So uh, if that happens again, uh, I, there's a really great, I've got it in my book, 
like the lemon uncrossing spell. It works every time. It's old Southern conjure root magic. You just get a lemon and some salt. That's all it costs you. And you're slicing it sour spell to sour fruit. You must go there because that's your suit into this lemon ever bound. All cures, all ills with salt and sound. And then you're salting the hell out of it. And then you put it to dry and it starts pulling all the bad energy, whether self-created, that self-fulfilling prophecy, there's something going on, or somebody sent you bad energy, or somebody really did curse or hex you. Um, but in a week, you burn it or bury it. And Patty, you're scaring me a little bit because one of the things that happened when this all started was that I found a mummified lemon underneath a bed of an Airbnb we were staying at. And I like took it home and, and M was like, God, get rid of that thing. And I wouldn't get rid of it. And so to this day, it's become almost like a mascot of the podcast. But that it's protective. <laughs> it's good. I mean, I'm sure it was put by somebody else for so. another reason. But we found it under the bed and M was like, don't take that home. But now I've is befriended it, it. So is it salted? I don't know. We just thought it was like rolled under there. We didn't even think about it really. But um, a couple of ah. people have written in and said it might have like been used for that. Um, so, oh boy, that was very weird. Yeah, uh, that's, that's my, my best uncrossing, again, whether bad energy self-created or whatever, That's it's, it works, it's easy, it costs you a dollar, you know. Sure, okay, good to know, so, I'm so on it. So you got your own little lemon, that's good. But we do, yeah. the second you said lemon, Christina and I threw the computer, looked at each other like, this can't, This has to be, there's no <laughs> yeah, way, I just weird. heard lemon. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, you're you're really, you're, you're hitting a lot of targets, I don't think you realize uh, uh, you're well done. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. I plan. No, I didn't. <laughs> so, so tell us a little bit about your wonderful book. It's a very interesting travel atlas. Yeah. So where, how, where did the idea for this or how did this come and tell us? Yeah. Yeah, well, I think we'd always wanted to write a book. And I always say M kind of set the tone early on because M is famously not a big reader, like just not into, you know, reading books on the show and, and told me, you know, if we're going to write a book, I got to be honest to myself and our listeners and make a book that's more something M said as something I even I would read. And so we tried to kind of model it as more interactive and have fun, like break it up with illustrations and, uh, you know, little tidbits, fun facts. Um, but yeah, it's a haunted road atlas. And I mean, it says what it, or it does what it says on the tin, so to speak. Um, <laughs> and we basically covered 32 cities throughout the United States and put, you know, different haunted hotels in the area, different haunted bars, um, you know, what do you call them what the wtf places like just really off the wall kind of yeah spots. usually when i'm when i'm traveling i try to find like the the weird oddity spots that aren't you know the, the less traveled areas and so we have a column of that if you're trying to do some like different traveling or different tourism and uh yeah we've got all sorts of things to make it visually appealing. As Christine said, I have attention issues that uh, dry text I've never been able to read and actually retain. So we try to make it into a, a bite-sized pieces of information. So Oh yeah, but we do also cover, I forgot to even mention the whole point of the book also is that in every city we cover a true crime story and a paranormal story. So, you know, if you're, if you happen to be going, which a few people have tagged us on Instagram saying they're going on a road trip and they're bringing it with them, which is like such an honor, but um, yeah, that's the idea. So you can read like a true crime story from the city you're visiting or the city you're from or whatever it may be. And then a paranormal story written by M and then in between there's little, you know, tidbits. Yeah. And if we've, yeah. if we've covered the topic before on our podcast, there's QR codes throughout the book. So you can 
listen to a longer version of the story oh, right. instead of the bite-sized piece we give you in the book and so it's it's all it all ties together very nicely uh, that is beautiful i mean looking at your la you've got the cecil one of my favorite you've got the black dahlia one of my favorite i gotta say la was hard to narrow down especially with true crime and, and hauntings we were really struggling to narrow down la i feel like we could write a whole book just on la yeah, when I when I first when we first no. started <laughs> when when we first started writing, I my goal originally was like I want to write in depth about every location and every city, and then everyone had to stop me in my tracks and be like, "That's more of an encyclopedia." Yeah, we had it. like seventy five cities on the list, and where they were yeah. like, "No," they're like, "You can't do that." And so we ended up having to reel it in incredibly, and then. I, they were like, what What story do you really want to highlight? And I was like, oh my, how do I pick? Like, there's mm -hmm. so many in California. There's so many. So Cecil Hotel got, a, got the pick this time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, it's very popular these days. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still, I've, I've got this thing and I'm going to do it and I'm going to keep talking about it. You know, it's, they're moving in low income people right now, which mm -hmm. concept is great. 700 empty rooms, lots of homeless people. But that place is like the darkest place I've ever been. And yeah. it makes you want to kill yourself, die, overdose. It, really? So I want to like grab every person I know who wants to hold hands and kumbaya, priest, preacher, witch, shaman, vampire, healer, reiki master, and like hold hands around the whole thing. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm going to do it, dang it. I don't I'm coming in for that. I'll buy yeah, I'm in for it. I will happily. Most people, it's. It's a really depressing place. Do you inside. think that's because of just the events that occurred there? Or do you think it's the location? Or y Yes, yes, yes. I think oh. the ground under that part of downtown, it, there's a reason that even Skid Row mm. is there. There's an energy right, there. Right, I don't right, know right, Native right. Ground, well, all that stuff. But there's an energy, a grid line, and all the bad stuff that happened. And because of that, so much negativity, a spirit was created, like an egregore mm. or something. A spirit on top of whatever ghosts and whatever stuff. A self not self-created but an energy created thing mm -hmm. and that's holding people in i've done oh, wow. weird things there with like with the ghost adventures guys i he said okay 700 rooms which one i let him write to a room where i almost jumped out a window and oh. he's like oh. and i let him write to a window somebody had jumped out of and oh then my god another I, I was there with my overnight guys my youtube uh cory nelton and I thought I was channeling because i channel and i'm i'm rocking like i rock and i thought i was just mumbling along talking it was gibberish. They played it backwards. I was talking English backwards. No, you weren't. I'm like, Get wow, out. I can't even do my alphabet backwards. I mean, I can't. If I got pulled over for drunk driving and they go do the alphabet, um, take me in. I can't. <laughs> Sorry. So I I'm sober, English but take me in. Z, X, Y, X. No, I couldn't. So, yeah. That is so that place freaky. Is crazy. So, we need we need to clear the Cecil and then let everybody move in. Because I even saw an article recently. People aren't moving in. Here's a free or almost free rent. Wow. People can't move in. It's because it's, it's dirty. I would imagine you have a, a, I don't know why I'm looking to you only, but after you told me about, you know, your magic school, I'm all of a sudden like, wait, you might be the person, but if only there were 700 mediums who could just go into each room and you just take one room and just make yes. it happen. Yes. <laughs> just clear and, it and, out. And whatever, a medium or anybody else of a high vibrational, whatever their belief system that can yeah. go clear it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Just, that's if you've got scary. that kind of 
if you've okay. got that kind of pull, that's what you got to do next. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. We're going to set it up. You guys are there. You're there. You're there. I'm in. Okay. Oh my God. So many questions, but the time, the time and Bill's being that's very okay. good. So tell people, I will have to have you back. Will you come back? Come we would love time. to. I feel I like I, to. Belle and I started the show late with with the electricity going out. So yes, I apologize. Yeah. I know. And I'm going to get it. Oh, <laughs> um, but so tell everybody where they can find you, where they can find your book, where they can find your tour, where they can find your podcast, social oh, media. Yeah. Of course. Not so on. everything should be linked on our website and that's why we drink.com. Um, if you want to buy tickets to our tour or see if we're going to your city, that would be, and that's why we drink.com slash live. Uh, we are on uh, every social media, I think, as ATWWD podcast. And uh, you can find our book wherever fine books are sold. Uh, we always try to, you know, encourage people to shop at their local bookstore. Um, but, you know, it's also available on all the big online sites as well. So I think that okay. pretty much sums it up. Okay. Well, you guys have brought beautiful, beautiful magic to the witching oh. hour. So keep up the crime, keep up the ghost. <laughs> Remember to laugh and you've got it all. So thank you very much for visiting. Oh, the it was so hour. wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you, Patty. Thank you.